I'd like to introduce something new this episode. If you're a first-time listener, Exotic Erotic Storytime features literature from the corners of the internet, with only the most niche and obscure sexual themes. This show is for mature audiences only, and even then, please listen responsibly and consider that many episodes are very explicitly sexual and can include sensitive subject matter. Extending huge thanks to the work of Fugu Vibes, Exotic Erotic Storytime has a brand new theme song, and I'm pleased to tell you that it's a fucking jam. The following story was posted by Admiral Star Knight on TitanAtelier.com. I'm Jack Alexander, and this is A Different Type of Discovery. Author's Note Let me explain a bit about my living aircraft. In my universe, there are only living aircrafts and ships, and they have two forms the lifeless form everyone usually sees in the living form, which is revealed very rarely, usually while humans are not around. An aircraft has to trust a human very much before they reveal they live. They also live in packs based around airports. Some of the busier airports don't have packs, but company hubs and smaller airports have packs led by Alpha aircrafts. The Alpha in the story is named Alpha, and is in fact the Alpha of the airport. Here is the story. Frustrated. That was my current main feeling. Frustrated. I was tired of my job, bored out of my mind and currently unable to take off. I pull into the airport parking lot, the airport which had become my second home. Everyone here, from Landmark to the flight school, knew me. They didn't know my secret. I had discovered aircrafts were alive. So far, I had not discovered any other vehicle to be alive, but aircrafts were. They could switch between their living form and a normal, unliving form. I had come to clean off and wax Alpha, a Piper Archer 3 with the tail number 415CA. He was my favorite. Sweet, a bit playful, and the aircraft I loved to take pictures of before I had found out he was alive. I get the key to the hangar. He was a rental, and usually parked out from the flight school. He was a rental aircraft. However, his owners, after a recent spat of bad weather and crime, decided to get a hangar for Archer. I opened the door and pushed the button. The large doors slid apart to reveal the white Archer with maroon underbelly. It was the middle of the day on a Saturday, so no one was around and the hangar wasn't facing any open fields. His rental schedule was open for today due to flight restrictions on the area. The president was flying around. 
I was greeted not by a faceless craft, but rather a happy aircraft with a smile. He didn't move out on his own, as the nearby cameras might catch him. I grabbed the tow bar and dragged him out, after he had turned back to his lifeless form. Taking out my cleaning supplies stashed in the hangar, I get to work, as the sun climbs high in the sky. At around noon, it was too hot to wax him outside, so I push Alpha back into the hangar, with a little difficulty, and close the door to the hangar. I take out the wax and cloths and begin to work. Alpha transforms to his living form again and begins to purr as I shine up his wings, and I work all the way around his body. I'd only done this once before, and that had been interrupted before I had gotten to his tail area, the task completed by someone at the flight school. She'd never really asked nor explored his anatomy, but he did have a mate, and I had to assume that he had matching sexual organs to go with it. I felt a small twitch inside my body at the thought. It was just that time of week when her thoughts always went to the weird side of things. Alpha turned back at me questioningly, his propeller twitching like a cat's nose. I hoped he couldn't smell my slight arousal at my inappropriate thoughts. I kneel down and get to work, polishing away streaks but making quicker work of it than usual, trying to ignore the way I heard Archer's purr get deeper. After finishing up, I turn away and place the waxing cloths away in a small cabinet. As I try to get up, the weight of the past stressful week just lands right on my shoulders. I stay there, kneeled near the cabinet, staring at the dark gray door I had just closed, and sighed. I didn't get up, just stayed there, breathing, waiting. No one would disturb me in my pause of life. I didn't notice the way Alpha turned his attention to me. He sniffed the air quietly and turned around, an impressive feat given the size of the hangar. He rolled forward and gently nudged the area between my legs from behind. I was shocked out of my reverie by the unexpected touch. A fire of good feeling shot straight up to my brain as I turned around, losing my balance and falling on my butt. Alpha had the look of a curious dog on his face, like those ones that try to sniff your crotch because it's in their nature. As aroused as I was by the touch, I backed up into the wall, trying to place my hand on his propeller nose to stop him. I knew it wouldn't help. He was an aircraft, much stronger than I was, and it appeared he had caught on to my scent. He forced his way past my hands to nudge my legs open and curiously sniff, and nosed gently that area. For such a large aircraft, it was surprisingly gentle as it sniffed, enjoying the scent of my arousal. Then, to my surprise, I saw what I could only describe as tentacles emerge from the body of the aircraft and reach out, tugging and feeling all over my clothes, looking for purchase to tug them off. One finally found the zipper to my pants, and with a bit of manipulating pulled it down, as two more trapped the pant legs and pulled the offending garment off. They moved up to the shirt, quickly finding their way under the shirt's edge. I did not protest, and lifted my arms as the aircraft pulled at the shirt, helping get it off quicker. Alpha went for the bra next, sliding around it and with a nimbleness I wasn't expecting, removed my bra and coiled a tentacle around one of my small breasts. I was surprised by the warmth of the metal-looking appendage. 
I gasped as the tentacle tightened and the end tweaked my now hardened nipple. It felt great. I hadn't had contact with a male in a while. Sure, it had been human males, though this was a hundred times better and it had barely started. Alpha was aroused by the look on his face as he moved his free mechanical tentacle down to my underwear. They were nothing special, black ladies' briefs, but I knew I had already soaked through them. Alpha got even more excited by this. In my lust, I wondered if Alpha could talk. I swore he could speak English, but kept the ability even from me. I doubted that he thought I would reveal him and his pack here at the airport. Maybe it was just so ingrained that he couldn't bring himself to do it. That stray thought had distracted me enough that I was surprised when Alpha had thrown my panties into the messy pile of clothes, leaving me naked. It was a bit cold in the hangar. The air conditioning for this block of hangars wasn't the best, but it kept the aircrafts cool enough in the summer. And I feel a slight shiver, my nipples hardening from both temperature and arousal. Quickly, Alpha wrapped the appendages around me, one for each leg and two around my body and arms to hold me up, spreading my legs, revealing a vagina swollen with the blood of lust, already wet. He made a pleased sound and took one of his free tentacles and felt carefully around the labia and paused to give a massage to the clit, eliciting a hearty moan. Encouraged by his success, he continued to feel all around her body, finding all the right points which got him the best response. You're a fucking tease, Alpha. I say through clenched teeth as he flicks his tongue over the area, leaving it soaking from his saliva and my juices. Alpha takes the hint with a bit of a feral smile, and he maneuvered me deftly back under his body to the area near his tail without me touching the ground once. I look and see a metal probe, which was obviously Alpha's penis. I shiver in both fear and delight. It was much bigger than any guy I had ever taken or any toy I had ever played with. He was already dripping a somewhat thick liquid from the tip of his probe. He positions me carefully, preluding the warm, large appendage to my opening. I moan, trying to buck slightly to get it in. Alpha finally pressed forward slowly, sliding the slick appendage inside. I moan loudly as the aircraft fills me more than I thought possible, stopping as he reached my cervix. It felt great to be so filled. He slowly withdrew and entered to the limit before speeding up slightly. I was moaning quite loudly and I could hear Alpha huffing. I felt it coming, the impending doom of an orgasm. I scream when Alpha wrapped a tentacle around my mouth preventing the scream and slowed his ministrations to a crawl. I felt so cheated, but realized as I heard a neighboring hangar open and close, the aircraft starting up as the pilot called out his checklist and such and got going. All the while, Alpha had continued the torturously slow pace. Finally, the sound of the aircraft faded. I felt a bit of hope, but Alpha pulled all the way out. For a moment, I felt betrayed. Thankfully, Alpha was not that sadistic. He drove his probe forward with a hard thrust, 
filling me up even more than before. I scream in pleasure and pain, glad for the walls of the hangar and the relative loneliness this Saturday brought around here. He withdraws and thrusts forward again, wrapping the tentacle back around my head and mouth to muffle the pleasure-filled screams which the actions elicited. After quite a few minutes, a shiver runs through my body, and I squeeze down hard on Alpha's probe as a powerful orgasm racks my body. I heard a cry from Alpha, a sound primitive and filled with lust as his propellers and engines fired once as he orgasmed himself. I feel myself fill up with his cum, my belly expanding much farther than ever before. After such a powerful orgasm, I gasp for breath, still filled with Alpha's probe, the warmth of his cum making me feel wonderfully full and content. Alpha finally brought me back around in front of him, uncoupling, and the thick cum which had filled me flowed out of me onto the ground of the hangar. Alpha unwraps most of his appendages, keeping one around my waist, pulling me close to his face. I rub his face, covered in the drippings of cum and sweat. And Alpha was covered in a sheen of what she knew was the airplane version of sweat. Damn it, Alpha. I breathed, trying to sound severe, but knew that her smile gave her away. Now I have to clean us both off. I go over to the nose and drench myself in cold water. I put back on my clothes, ignoring the way everything stuck to my skin. I could just say I had a slight malfunction with the hose. I open the hanger and row Alpha out as he changes from living to lifeless, and I hose him down again quickly, his wings and fuselage gleaming in the sunlight. I could practically see the after-orgasmic glow he held as I push him back into his hanger. I look around quickly and lean forward, giving his now clean hull a long kiss. Alpha changes back to his living form and he rubs his nose propeller against her, purring, giving her crotch another nudge in an obvious question. Yes, Alpha. We'll do it again. I said, rubbing his chin. Thank you. This episode was narrated and produced by me, Jack Alexander. The role of the mechanic was played by Paige, who you can follow at pagehighmark.com or at Edible Freaks. If there are specific themes you would like to find or avoid, each story is tagged in the episode description. Or, if you're like me and prefer to be surprised, you can disregard those descriptions entirely. If there's a story you would like featured on Exotic Erotic Storytime, you can send an email to jack at exoticeroticstorytime.com. Last and most importantly, thank you for listening.